After the loss to the Magic, Willie Green gave a wild quote at his post-game press conference that makes me really concerned the Pelicans will actually miss the playoffs. I'll explain in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Wednesday. I did manage to watch the Orlando Magic game, the Pelicans lost, maybe a new rock bottom, and I'm here to tell you, I'm finally broken. I'm finally concerned about the New Orleans Pelicans. And I'll explain, and it's because of a quote from head coach Willie Green. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, breaking down everything you want to know about the team completely free, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So you know me if you've been watching the show for an extended period of time this season. I've been optimistic about this team. Not worried that they won't make the playoffs, even if they have to go in through the play-in tournament. 10-game losing streak, I felt pretty good still, because I saw the team that was fighting. I saw vibes were good despite the losses. You saw flashes of what you would want to see from this team, and I trusted them to figure it all out. But all of that has changed now after these past two games, but particularly after what Willie Green said after the Orlando Magic. Go back to the fourth quarter. 19 points scored by the Pelicans, just Awful offense, unable to do absolutely anything. And here's what Willie Green said about that stretch. Quote, down the stretch, we put the ball in Brandon and CJ's hands, and that's kind of what we want to do. We have to knock down shots, end quote. So let's start with that, because they weren't going to knock down shots. In the fourth quarter, Brandon Ingram had two points, one of three shooting, one of four shooting. I forget what it was. Um, And they couldn't do anything. One of three shooting for two total points. CJ McCollum took four shots in that one, five total points. He got to the line, got fouled on one, his show up is two is three in the box score. Herb Jones took nine shots in the fourth quarter. Herb Jones isn't going to knock down shots, Willie Green. This is a guy that is shooting 28% from three on the season, and he took three threes in the fourth quarter. Asking a 28% shooter all season long to be like, well, you got to hit your shots, man, and expect as if you're expecting him to do that isn't going to work because that guy's not. Otherwise, his three-point percentage would be better, right? It's kind of as simple as that. I hear this quote and the idea of like, we gave the ball to Brandon and CJ and they've just got to hit those shots. Brandon Ingram is going to go one from three, one for three when he is double, triple covered every single time and unable to do anything. When he tries to go to the basket and have to go through bodies, when he gets an offensive foul because he's trying to fight through two bodies because the teams are just defending him so well. That's not just simply executing better, right? That's a flawed process. And that's what the Pelicans are dealing with right now. But I don't know if head coach Willie Green understands that. And that's from another quote that he has. And it's, quote, the game comes down to execution and limiting mistakes. 
playing harder, playing more together was there and we just need and we want to work from there. It's just a tough loss on our home floor, end quote. Do you really think if you watch that fourth quarter that there was better execution? Even if they executed better, that wasn't good. That wasn't good. It was crap. And so you're executing crap at a higher level that's not going to win you games. That's not necessarily going to score you more than the 19 points that the team scored. This is a huge problem. There was nothing good there. So saying we just need to be better at that. No, you need to reinvent that. Willie Green, to me, seems like he's completely missing the point. And this feels like a coach who's too stubborn for his own good and unwilling to adapt as if he has blinders on and isn't going to take criticism to what the true problem here is, which is that he's not putting the right combination of guys out there or putting his guys in positions to succeed. And in the next segment, I'm going to say, I actually don't know if there are answers to what's ailing the Pelicans right now, but something has to be done. We'll focus on that in the next segment here in a minute. But it has completely derailed this team, more so than the injuries. You saw a fight from them, a spirit from them before. They have lost that. They look shell-shocked out there. There looks to be just no sort of will or anything like that whatsoever, probably because they're just going through the motions because they're doing the same thing over and over and over again. The starting lineup changed. This is the third game now with it with Trey Murphy off the bench, and it didn't work. When Trey Murphy came into the game, and again, Trey Murphy might not truly be the answer, but if you're trying to get some points and to space the court better for Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum, Trey Murphy on the bench is the answer that you have. That's the one thing you can go to to be like, okay, you got to probably put him in over Herb Jones or Josh Richardson. Take your pick or even maybe over Jackson Hayes. Something's got to be done. But for him to come in when you're down six and there's 23 seconds left, that's not going to make him exactly inspired and have a ton of confidence to go out there on the court and do what? Not be part of the offense, not be involved? That's on coaching when it comes to that sort of thing. You know, you need to get stops down the stretch. You need to try and get the ball back. Well, why isn't Dyson Daniels out there being more involved when the guys that you have aren't actually getting the stops? Those are the type of things that I'm really questioning Willie Green on right now. You know, there's there's some other things too. You know, Paolo Bancaro, 29 points in this game, went out and hit three or four straight mid-range jumpers. You saw them double-team him and trap him and force the ball out of his hands on a couple possessions before that, and then they just stopped doing that and he completely torched the team. Why is there a rhythm to this madness and it doesn't feel like there is? And that, all of that has me worried. I thought they would figure it out because I had faith in Willie Green and in this coaching staff. And now I don't. That's why I'm worried they may not make the playoffs. When Willie Green comes out and says it comes down to execution and limiting mistakes. No, if those are the shots you want to generate in the fourth quarter, you're going to lose and you're not going to make the postseason. It doesn't come down to Brandon Ingram just shooting over three defenders and hitting that shot. That's tough. As good as he is, that's tough. You want to get him isolated one-on-one and do that? I have have a different conversation here for you then. This is an entirely different podcast, but that's not what the Pelicans are doing. You know, you want... uh, Let's get into it because the answer at this point now 
isn't more off-ball movement and things like that because you actually saw that go awry in last night's game. So let's talk about answers and if there are any right now. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by FanDuel. It's the final stretch round of the NBA season, and now it's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use, and then you can bet on everything from the money line to points scored, threes drained, all of that. And FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Like the one I had last night, the Pelicans under and Brandon Ingram to score more than 20 or 25 or more points. $10 to win $40. So don't miss the chance to get your no, fe- no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook betting partner of the NBA. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday after the good, the bad, making sense of what's going on with this team. And yes, I'm actually concerned now because I don't trust them to get this right. I do not trust this team to get it right. Just like I don't necessarily trust the Saints to get it right at the QB situation here. And that's why for my second listen, Locked On Saints, Ross Jackson making sense of everything black and gold. This was the game that broke me. This was the game that completely broke me. I had more faith in Willie Green not being this stubborn. And then you hear that quote. And that, man, that ain't what you want. And it seems to be that is what he wants. And at that point, if you don't see it, I I don't know what to tell you. You have two first round picks in guards just on the bench, not doing anything. And I don't actually think they're going to necessarily be the answer. Just like I don't think Trey Murphy is necessarily going to be the answer. But at this point, we are watching the same movie every single night. It's Groundhog Day. It's the same thing over and over and over and over. And you're not going to win when that's what you're doing. And that's where I went on ESPN radio with Gus Kattengill, the sports hangover, and we were talking about this. You got to do something right? You can't just keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. It's the definition of insanity. You're expecting different results, but we've seen it for now. It's not. When they went on that three-game winning streak soon after Brandon Ingram came back, this team had energy. They were doing some things right. Trey was taking a lot of threes and playing some of the best basketball. He's getting fewer and fewer minutes now. Willie Green said he wants his team to take more and more threes, yet he's benching Trey Murphy, And this team's taking fewer threes. That's making it harder for Brandon Ingram and CJ to do things. And CJ is struggling with his shot, with his finger and the ligaments issues there. He went one of eight from three. That doesn't help things. But they need to try different things and they need to start doing it with more of a sense of urgency. Willie Green has said after a number of these losses, there's got to be more accountability. But if you're doing the same thing over and over again, who holds the head coach accountable, right? Who watches the watchmen? And that's what's happening here. And I'm wondering where David Griffin is in all of this. He can't be happy about all of this. You know, we know he likes to have some input on roster and lineups and rotations. And that's one of the reasons he hired Willie Green, knowing that that would get done. Where's he on this? And I'm not saying he's not doing any of that, but you have to, there need to be some intense conversations happening 
around this franchise right now with what they are doing and what is going wrong because it does not look good. Zion coming back will fix this. Zion Williamson will come in, will uh, can barely speak. I'm so frustrated right now. Zion Williamson coming back will fix this. And we got an update on that. We'll talk about that in the next segment. And there's a bigger test coming now for the Pelicans than there was even a day ago. But there just aren't many answers. And that's, I think, what's so frustrating. I get that Kyra Lewis Jr. probably isn't the answer to what ails the Pelicans. Neither is Dyson Daniels. But at this point, you've got to try it. And while a head coach doesn't want to make like wholesale changes from one game to the next, you don't want to you know change your starting lineup and then be like, oh, that didn't work. And then you play a completely different team with a different style. And then you go with a different starting lineup. And it's just throwing more turmoil into the mix. But things are getting a little bit desperate right now. Things are getting a little bit desperate, it feels like, for the Pelicans right now. And I don't trust Willie Green to try and make these changes at all. I I have lost a lot of faith with him. I'm not saying he should be fired. I'm not even coming close to saying that. I don't even think he's lost the locker room like I've seen set out there. But the vibe around the team is really rough right now. And I think some of the decision-making that he's doing is really impacting some of these players' confidence. And there need to be bigger changes. And it's not as simple as like, guys should cut more. This is this is like where Willie Green's going to earn some money if he can pull, kind of pull this team out of it because it starts with him. It's not as simple as like Herb Jones needs to cut. You saw it a couple of times in the fourth quarter in that game where B.I. had the ball. You know, he's getting trapped on the right side. Herb Jones is in the left corner and Herb Jones darts towards the basket. So B.I. passes him the ball. Great. The problem is there's four defenders there because of where B.I. is out there kind of in the mid-range on the right side. There's two help defenders sagging off to take away the drive to the rim. So when Herb comes in, catches the ball, he just hits a bunch of defenders and misses the shot, right? And now the spacing's even worse. So they need to really kind of reinvent a lot of the offense. I don't know if you can really do that in the middle of the season. It goes to what I talked about in yesterday's show, when can you really truly build a team around Zion Williamson if you need like offense offense A and offense B, and that's not the most feasible thing to be able to do. But what the Pelicans are doing right now isn't working, and they've got to just try different things. I don't know what that is. I don't have answers other than play other guys because that's the easiest thing to try and point to. But do you trust the head coach to do that? And if he doesn't, we're just going to keep seeing the same thing happen over and over and over again like we've been for a little while. And it's very frustrating that sometimes, you know, look, I talk about this in person. I don't always say this on the show because I like my job here. I like getting paid and I like people thinking that I know what I'm doing. And I do. I know basketball. I don't want to come off as arrogant here, but I know basketball. I don't know more than the coaching staff. I don't know more than the front office. I might pretend I do at times on here. But all of us don't know nearly as much as them. But this is one of those times where I'm like, okay, come on. Do y'all not see this? Like, seriously, this seems like something they should know. And normally I would, I hear people say that. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. This one is getting pretty bad. This is getting pretty bad and the Pelicans are trending in the wrong direction. And I just don't know if this team's going to get it right. I'm saying the same thing over and over and over again, which probably means I need to end this segment. But it's frustrating, and this is going to really be on the shoulders of Willie Green to figure out how to maximize these guys. It probably is with Trey Murphy in the lineup and getting significant minutes and bombing away from three, maybe handling the ball, maybe others handling the ball. Maybe Brandon Ingram on the perimeter taking a ton of catch-and-shoot threes. 
something like that. They've got to do something to mix it up and change it up. Otherwise, the losses are going to keep coming because we got a bunch, a whole bunch of injury news and none of it's particularly great. We got a lot of medical updates and then two others added to the injury report. That's coming up here next. Great. In today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, breaking down every single thing you want to know about this Pelicans team, the good, the bad, where they go from here. And that's what we're going to look like, look like, look at in this segment. And now for your second listen, go check out Game to Game NBA. If you didn't catch up on all like the 20 games that felt like we're around the league last night, Game to Game NBA has you covered. We all do a minute video after the games. They all get compiled into one show, and you can catch up on the home and away, the winner and loser perspective on everything you need. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. I think I already did all of that. I already did all of that. That's how off I am on this and how frustrated I am on this show. I don't need to give you that whole spiel again. So let's let's get right to it. The injuries. The injuries are creeping up in a bad way. The Pelicans gave an update. Let's start with Zion. That's the one you care the most about. Zion Williamson continues to make progress with rehabilitation for his right hamstring. Further updates will be provided following medical imaging next week. It's good and hasn't had another setback, it says. They're going to kind of look at it and see if they can probably kind of move him towards the next step and keep an eye on it. It's progressing. That's a good thing. That doesn't indicate that he's going to be shut down for the year. Larry Nance Jr., who suffered a left ankle sprain during Saturday's game at New York, will be reevaluated in two weeks, and his timetable to return will be updated accordingly. So no Larry Nance Jr. for at least two weeks. Jose Alvarado, stress reaction in his right tibia, reevaluated in three weeks, and his return to play timeline will be updated at a later date. Additionally, Jonas Valanciunas and Josh Richardson are both questionable for this game against the Portland Trailblazers, and Damian Lillard, who just scored 71 freaking points. Let's all sigh together collectively there and just let out all of the bad juju that's kind of creeped up and come over uh, around the team right now. So this is actually something that makes me optimistic a little bit. Injuries, right? More around the team. You wouldn't think that. But if you ever needed a catalyst for change and for Willie Green to have to play other dudes and try different things, it's all of these injuries. It's all of these injuries. Jackson A's didn't look terrible at times against the Orlando Magic. Maybe you rely on him more. You know, with Jose out, you're going to need to play one of Dyson Daniels and Kyra Lewis Jr. more, even though Jose's minutes have been going down. But they're going to get to get in there into the game and out on the court more. You know, if Josh Richardson's out, that's going to mean more minutes for Trey Murphy. Those sorts of things are at least what we need to be seeing. Some bigger, more drastic changes for this team. And if Willie Green wasn't going to make them himself, you knew he was going to fall in love with a guy like Josh Richardson when they probably need to be playing others. At least the injuries force his hand. You know, it was the idea of like trading away Devontae Graham so that he just couldn't play Devontae Graham anymore. It's kind of similar like that. I wish it wouldn't have come to this, but at least... It means something has to change. You hope, unless we get Garrett Temple minutes. And like nothing against him, but uh, if that's the case. So this is going to be the true test for Willie Green. This is really going to kind of determine how we view him as a head coach going forward. Can he figure this out? Because a lot of this seems to be his own doing. 
And can he kind of like pull his head out of the sand and look around and realize what's going on here? Or does he think he's right and everyone, you know, it's everyone else who's incorrect. Was the Simpsons meme, right? It's not me who's wrong. It's the children who are wrong or everyone else who's wrong or whatever it is. That's kind of what's going on with Willie Green right now. This at least forces some changes. And maybe one of those guys plays well enough that it's like, oh, I need to use this guy more. I wish it wasn't exactly this, but it feels like that's what we're kind of hopefully heading in that direction towards. That's what gives me some optimism going forward. But as I said, that magic game and those quotes from Willie Green, dude just doesn't seem to get it right now. And that's a big cause for concern. If he did get it, if he does make these changes, I will feel good about where the Pelicans can go. And getting into the postseason, even if it's through the play-in tournament, I will feel very confident about that. But if he doesn't, then, yeah, I'm concerned. And that's when I'm going to start to get worried about this team. We'll see. There's, it's a rough stretch of schedule on the road. This one, the Kings, the Warriors as well. Let's see if he can pull it out or if it looks like this team's going to go trending in the continue to trend in the wrong direction. I hope it's the former. We'll see if it's the latter. And you know we're going to be covering it here at Locked On Pelicans. And that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. We'll be back tomorrow to hopefully recap a win and not a 70-point Damian Lillard game.